Hail to the King is the sixth studio album by American heavy metal band Avenged. Hail Satan! It was released on August 23rd, 2013 through Warner Brother Records. The album was produced by Michael Azondo. Uh, Hail to the King is the only Avenged Sevenfold album to feature drummer Aaron Ligajage prior hmm. to his departure in July 2015. Uh, it's also the first Avenged Sevenfold album without musical contributions from former drummer Jimmy the Rev Sullivan, who died of a drugs overdose. I think. I think from my research. Uh, the album was a commercial and critical success, reaching number one on the Billboard 200. Did it? And on April, yeah, oh. April 20, April 15th, 2021, the album was certified platinum by the RIAA for sales of over 1 million copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, critical reception. Uh, Hell to the King received positive reviews upon release. Metacritic gave it 70, which indicates generally favorable. Any decent music, uh, that, yeah, it's another review site, uh, gave it 6.7 out of 10 based on eight reviews. Uh, Chris Epting of Loudwire called the album a modern metal classic that reflects the past while very much embracing the present. Uh, Rick Florino stated Hail to the King doesn't just raise the bar for the band, but it also raises the bar for everyone else to follow and compete with. Bradley Drager of Exclaim said, after it concludes, Hail to the King makes it challenging for listeners to recall any specific moment which defeats mm. the purpose of a pop metal album. Yeah. Mm. What's, your th- what, what's on your mind, Brad? You, it's on my mind. What's on my mind is do do I care what Chris and Rick and sorry, what was the last guy's name? You still Bradley. got him there, Bradley, Bradley Zorgdrager. Mm, Bradley Zorgdrager. I mean, I kind of agree with Bradley. It's just you know he's got a a good name, a strong name. So I'll leave I'll leave him alone. But the other two, why do we care? Are these just randos reviewing? Why do people care what we think? Clearly, at this point, crisis. people have been waiting eight years for us to weigh in on this album. Nine mm, years for true. us to weigh in on this album. The only reviewers that are worth their salt in this fucking business, let, let's face it, everybody else is shit. Pointless mm. and confused is now the gold standard. <sighs> that is true. Things. I know in 2013 when this came out, the band just turned to each other and said, oh, you know what, I can't wait. For pointless and confused to talk about our album. Mm, gonna wait eight years. Yeah, I reckon that sound like that, eh? Yeah. We've had better things to do than get around to this album. Quite frankly, we're we're very important. We're busy people. Busy people. Takes see, us a so while busy. to get around. Everyone's gotta wait. Uh Bruce ah. Springsteen emailing constantly. Springsteen, yeah. Like, Take a break, dude. Yeah, I mean I got a call from the Elvis Presley estate saying can you do an album, please? We're we're running out of money. We we need you to review any of Elvis's albums, please. The king is dead, and we need you to bring him back. They and I exposure. said nay. I said nay, Mrs. Priestley, ex Miss mm. Jackson. We're going to do a on our coattails for 
Like, God, give us a break. Really? Just, we will not bow down to the millions of dollars that are being thrown in our direction in order to, we will not sell out. Oh, no. Hmm. We will stay true to our beliefs and we will and review. Honest, honestly, it's, it's a minimum of 10,000 hours of research that goes into doing each one of these oh, podcasts. Like, the editing alone that goes into every episode, the CG that we, we produce CG episodes for every one of our podcasts. And we just think this is, we've spent too much money. This is too good. We can never show the world. This it is too good. Movies will, will never compete with our CGI. So we just say, nay, keep it in the closet. It mm. belongs. Mm. The world is not ready for us. We're easing in through the audio medium. And then we will spread our empire far and wide, like the Romans. Yeah. So they had a drummer called Jimmy the Rev. The Rev. Mm. Uh-huh. And um, I was looking into it. Uh, it seemed like they were a little bit quiet what happened to him exactly. But then I found a report that he had a poly drugs overdose, I think they call it. it was basically Is that when you're doing had- drugs with Polynesian people? Um. That would be the first assumption. Hmm. It's my assumption. Actually, not actually what happens. Hmm. It's basically he had everything in the but the kitchen sink in his system when he died. So it's like an LGBTQ plus overdose cocktail of drugs in his system. Hmm. Yeah, all of them are involved. Okay. Do go yeah, on. There was an, another guy in the band who tried to overdose with cough syrup. Mm. Um, it's a new one. Yeah, so that's <laughs> not my first choice. But yeah. uh, a little bit of a twisted history of people killing themselves to try and get out of this band. It's a bit like Islam. Mm. <laughs> oh, cancelled. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you did that one to yourself. <laughs> I did. So this is the album that these were, these guys are pretty tricky musicians. They're um, uh, the guitar player, the lead guitar player, uh, Sinister Gates. They've all got funny names. Uh, uh-huh. uh, the Johnny Christ is the singer, Sinister Gates on guitar, and he's into gypsy jazz and he, he's an excellent guitar player. And uh, Oh, yeah. They do very progressive music. This was the album where they sold out and said, let's let's go simple. Let's mm. strip everything back. Uh-huh. And um, they so this is, told the drummer to reel it in. Yeah. This is, so this is several albums into their career. Yeah, they right. started about 99. This is 2013. So they had, had Avenged threefold and Avenged fourfold. And this is uh, sevenfold. No, they've always this, they've always been avenging. It's a it's a biblical quote ah. from the story of uh, Cain and Abel, apparently. I'm sure it is. Listening, you know, like reading the lyrics to this album. Yep, I can see where they're coming from. Hmm. Uh, you picked this album. Yep. Why? Uh, 
I have to say, like for many years ago, I saw a whole bunch of kids running around in Avenged Sevenfold t-shirts, and I thought, oh, oh. Gosh, this looks like the new thing, but I never looked into it. And then through the miracle of Spotify, uh, no, 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 YouTube, the other night a concert came up and it was Avenged Sevenfold, and I watched it, and I have to say it was an hour and a half long of sheer joy. It was, it was mm. a great concert. They've got a bag load of great songs. Every song was better than the next. Uh-huh. And uh, I just thought, oh, this is a great band, and I've, I've been missing out for a long time. And so I thought that song, Hail to the King, popped up in my little feed as well. I thought, that's a great song. Let's check this album out. I've never heard it before. So, so that's why we did it. And, of course, oh. um, everybody's got to pay for us to review. So they came up with the $4 million that it cost. They did. Them. They did. Review. Thank you. Uh, it was in, we we must say in tribute to Johnny Rev. This this, this uh, money came out of your estate, so we appreciate it. Uh, mm. Yes, when I chucked this on the discman, uh, within seven seconds, I thought this is a Dan Dan band. This. This is right up your alley. Did everybody hear Dan, Dan swallow? Then he's having a little drink, a little sneaky drink. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, it's worse than mouth slapping, which I hope neither of us do. Uh, yeah. Oh, ugh. oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Do it. Farting, scratching. Mm. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, it sounded like it was right up your alley. And listening to it, I. When I put it on, my wife strolled through the room and uh, she went, oh, is this, is this the new Metallica? And I went, it fucking well could be, couldn't it? Exact, exact same production as any Metallica. Sounds like, you know, simple 4-4 drumming, laying it down, guitar solos, singer doing his best, uh, is it Hetfield? Yeah, impression. That's all I got. So listening to this whole thing, all I could think of was, fuck, these guys have just gone, right, what's the Metallica formula? We sound kind of like them. Can we get a pro- – hey, Mr. Producer, can you make us sound like Metallica? A bit heavier. And they go, yeah, we got that. That'll sell. And they do it. Now, to fucking back up my statement there, fuck you, my friend. If you listen to the song, This Means War – you cannot tell me that it's not fucking sad but true by Metallica. Almost note for note. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. They, um, if you go on the YouTube's, I don't know if you've done this or not, but people have done mashups of sad. Somebody's but true getting sued. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to be getting sued. If they haven't, for fuck's sake, where are your lawyers, Lars Ulrichs, with your money bag for shoes? Take out Napster, but you can't take out Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, there's another song. It's yeah, coming home. Uh-huh. Sounds exactly like it. It sounds like Iron Maiden. Mm. Really, and and this was a criticism that got leveled at the band at the time. People said, "Well, that one sounds like Metallica, and that one sounds uh-huh. like Iron Maiden." And uh-huh. some guy from another band had them up about it, and he later apologized. Yeah. But there's a it's couple all, of very heavy influences worn on the sleeve. 
heavy influences. It's just a straight fucking rip. Uh, somebody should be getting sued. Oh, like I felt like I it was. Uh, psh, I I would. It sound well. I guess there's nothing wrong with copying a sound. I guess, but yeah, there's enough riffs stolen on here. Not riffs. There was a lot of so many similarities that somebody should be getting in trouble. You know, like you can produce your album the same. It's fine. Like that's a genre. Cool. This production's working. I did it in the nineties. Everything sounded like Nirvana. But yeah, this and th that sucked the joy out of it for me listening to this. Now I can listen to this album from start to finish, and it's fine. Yeah, you got to be in the mood. You know what you're in for. You know where every song is going. There's no surprises on this, apart from. Fuck, I should have made a note, but there's one acoustic song somewhere in the middle that is the most painful acoustic song on a metal album I've ever heard. And I only did that song once. And every time it came back up on repeat listens, I skipped that motherfucker. I really should have made a note. But do you know the one I'm talking about? Uh, possibly. Is it? Are you talking about Crimson Day? Might be it. It's just acoustic fluff and bad. Bad, bad, I think bad. it is an acoustic song. Nah, it's I real like it's, mellow. It's a picked one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or I'm getting. Um, just because I don't have my notes with me. Uh, but other than that, yeah, look, it starts to finish. Uh, you know, don't really need to say I overly enjoyed it. But if that's what you want to listen to, it's easy to put on. It's kind of like Metallica, but with the disturbed singer. There you go. That's how I would describe it to somebody who'd never heard the album. Sounds like Metallica with the guy singing. That was a horrible impression. What say you, Savage? Mm, is it Crimson Day? I thought he was uh, doing time. I didn't want it. I was gonna, that one I was sounds gonna, like Guns N' Roses to me. Like he's sort of singing like an actual nasal thing to it. Yeah, no, I don't think that's the song, but I definitely there was some actual parts. Yeah, that's their Guns N' Roses ripoff song. So it's Metallica, GNR, Sturbed, and Iron Maiden. Yeah, it's just a melting there, pot. There's a bit of that. Yeah, they got apparently um, they were kind of more like hardcore band when they progressive band when they started from what i'm before they sold out you mean and th when yeah, they were revenge threefold the, the avenge sevenfold black album this is the yeah, one right. where they simplified down and let's have a radio song and so that's i think fairly widely accepted they talk about hmm. it where they uh sinister gate says uh, the album would sound more like blues rock influenced and more like classic rock and classic metal in the vein of Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin. I didn't really hear mm. the Led Zeppelin. No, really no Zeppelin the there. Yeah, it sounds very much like the Black Album, a bit of Iron Maiden -y and a bit of Guns N' Roses mm. kind of bits. I don't know wrong with it, though. I, I yeah, like no, it. no doubt that they're solid musicians, the musicianship, the production, everything there is top quality. Like it's easy to put on, crank up in the car and just rock out on a long drive. No doubt about it. Like, you know what you're in for, solidly done. But I, just, I honestly, I found it 
dull. There was nothing threatening about it. There was no fire in the performances. It was just, this, it felt like they'd pro tools the songs to death to get it to sound the way they wanted. That's, um, yeah. The producer, this, uh, what's his name? Alessandro. What's his name? Alessandro. 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 He's the guy that wrote um, Lose It uh, for Eminem. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's, he's, he's done a lot of stuff for like Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre. He's done a few rock bands and all that kind of mm. stuff. Okay. It's a very crisp and clear recording. It's great. Yeah, um, no doubt. But I kind of found the kick and the snare were very loud. Mm. And the guitars were slightly in the background for me. No, uh, any like, I think any rock album worth its salt. The drums are a driving force. It's been that way since Zeppelin, essentially. So having the drums a little loud is okay with me. I didn't really notice anything out with the with the balance or the levels. I just thought, yeah, it's good. But no, yeah, um, too too polished. You know, like uh, like we polished. do every music every, every musical episode. We're gonna throw it back to Nirvana. It's kind of like you listen to Nevermind, so polished, overly polished, and then you go in utero, yeah bit of fucking roughness to it you know like i want a bit of i want a bit of danger in my rock i want some rough edges i want you know i don't want it too perfect i want it to sound like four or five guys bashing it out in a room on quality equipment and then i don't care if the singer's doing a million takes but the band itself i think you want to feel like they're jamming together you know and this didn't feel that way yeah, I kind of look, metal's a very precise music. When you're doubling all the guitars, everything has to be just so. So, uh, hmm. I don't know. To me, it sounds, metal should sound mechanical and industrial. Well, I, I like there's that. industrial metal, but yeah, I think this felt like the Def Leppard version of Metallica. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like the Mutt, the Mutt Lang produced Metallica album. That's how I feel what this was. It's very clean recording. We'll do hmm. that. I um my my first listen through, um, to be honest, I was liking it, and then it started dropping off for me at the halfway point and going uh -huh. downhill. But I listened to it a couple more times and started enjoying it more and more. I think this is a grower album for me. Like I think more uh -huh. listens, I'm going to like it more and more as I go. Yeah. Um, I did put the f final two songs, uh, Planets. And Acid Rain? I put that as filler. That's crap. Yeah. Mm. And Acid Rain, crap. And I saw some other reviews from other people. Planets is definitely a song people just say delete. I spent two years writing that song, Planets, and these people just delete it. Uh, they're not British, are they? I don't know. Where are they from? Do we know that? They're Americans. All oh, right. Southern Americans, I reckon. Yeah, final two songs you can get rid of for me at the moment, but uh, maybe they'll grow on me. But oh. everything else is growing on me more and more the more I listen to it. I'm starting to enjoy it more and more. Did you? I mean, when you listen to it, you put it on, you hit track one. Did you think Shepherd of Fire 
no religious commentary there. Do you think that sets the tone for the album Hail to the King? Yeah, I think it's a great song. It was a single. Um, yeah, you know what you're getting after that? You're getting more of more mm. of it. The first two songs, you're yeah. like, yep, you're getting yeah. more of that. Like Crimson if a waiter Day brought was a over. Nice surprise. Uh, Requiem was a nice surprise as well. Very, very interesting. Apparently the band was sat down by the producer and listened to a lot of classical music. Mm. Um, and, and so you're getting the the brass, heavy brass sections and things like that coming in places. Oh, mm. I like it. Mm. Would you, from this, go and listen to more Avenged Sevenfold albums? Yeah, I'm actually very interested in listening to the um, earlier stuff. I've been watching a couple of the uh, early singles on here, and no, I'm really liking it. I like, I'm, I'm liking the cut of the jib of these young fellas. Mm. I, think, I think they got a bright future. They're 20 years in and just getting started, I think. Right. Do you think the album cover is one of the worst album covers you've ever seen? Uh, Giant bat skull. Yeah, that's their logo. They got that on everything. Ah, I'd like, it doesn't, I, I guess you can't say like Metallica's Black Album. That doesn't really, from the cover, tell you what's inside. Looking at this cover, I expected more metal. You know, I expected it kind to be metal. heavier. <laughs> I know I expected it to be more like corn metal, you know, like new metal, like rawr. But this was. I don't want that. Very polished. They're doing a throwback to older stuff, and then you're getting those. You're getting the GNR mm. and the Metallica and the Iron Maiden kind of sounds coming through in spots. Mm. I really like mm. the harmonized guitars they do. That's a very Maiden thing too, but it's done in a very neoclassical kind of a way. Mm. I like but it. But yeah, like these guys, are, they're not going to set the world on fire. I don't think they're. Uh, you know, any kind of revolutionary sounds are coming out of this band. I think they're definitely standing on the shoulders of giants, but not to reach new heights. You know, the, th the influences are hard. The, you're judging them on the stripped down, simplified album. When you hear their other stuff, they've got 15 minute long. Hey, but I am here to talk about films. Hail to the King. I'm not talking about a band's career, right? We are here to talk about one specific album. Hmm. So off the hmm. off the basis of this album, which is all I've heard of Avenged Sevenfold, I can tell you I I won't be delving deeper into their catalogue. I mean, a woo, big surprise from the folk guy, but it was an easy listen. I didn't struggle to get through this one. Like I could put it on, I was cleaning the garage, I was driving somewhere, so it was easy. Other albums we've done, I've gone, fuck, got to get through it. This one I could put on, but I didn't. There's no song where I was like, mm, yeah, bobbing my head and fucking rocking out. And that was mainly due to the singer. I didn't like the guy's voice, you know, like the music. I think he's easy. great. Yeah, I like I just, voice. It just didn't get me. You know, and I, I guess that's a big thing for for a band that's so polished. And again, every track, if you like one, you're generally going to like the album. It's all just, you know, that sound all the way through. If you don't like the singer, you're out, you know. It's like if you're listening to fucking Bush and you don't like Gavin Rosdale, you're not going to like Bush, are you? <laughs> 
I, most I think people he's a great rock singer. I think he's got a great voice, very thick, very very growly. Are we talking about Gavin Rosdale or are we talking about um what's the guy's name? Johnny Christ. Johnny Christ. Oh JC. Have I got this right? Okay. Johnny Christ is the singer. Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I you're Spotify the you're the research I don't guy. Cut the connection. Hang on. That's okay. I just fucking turn up and talk. Research. So I if I go that. over the Spotify and look at mm. the plays, like what's the big hit song on this record? You think? Well, you told me it was "Hail to the King," didn't you? Well, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, 380, let's call it 385 million plays on the Spotify machine. Sweet Jesus. That's a lot. That's up there. That's like uh, Adele numbers. Not really. Um, <laughs> Shepherd of Fire. Well, that's the thing. Like, we're going to do, oh, shall I spoil it? Harry Styles is coming up, but uh, I had mm-hmm. a look at his numbers and he's beaten all of the shit to death with an album. Through the roof. A couple of weeks. Fucking Harry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shepherd of Fire, 148 million plays. This means War, uh-huh. 77 million. Right. This is Everything in 20, 10 is, years. 10 years. Yeah. It's nine years. Yeah. It's nine years. How like, long have we had Spotify, though? We haven't had Spotify 10 years yet, have we? Anyway. Irrelevant. Lawyered. Moving on. So so your skippability, there's 10 songs on here. It's 53-minute long album. Whew. What are you skipping? You know what? Well, see, this is where our scale falls apart because, like I said, this is an easy one to put on in the background and not feel like you have to get up and skip, right? You go, ah, cool. Metal's on in the background. I'm doing jobs. I'm driving. Whatever. Easy. So skippability is probably pretty low, but but not for good reasons. You know, like if I was putting this on, I know what I'm in for, so I'm going to get through it easy. Uh, how many songs on the album did you say? I got 10. 10. I agree, I agree with you. Those last two songs are shit. Look, I'll just give it a seven because, you know, that acoustic-y, Song, I might occasionally bounce through that. It's a seven out of ten. There you go. I'm gonna listen to seven fucking songs. It's a big deal. But I don't rate this album highly, but we'll get to that. What about you? <laughs> what are you skipping? Uh I'm skipping the last two, so eight out of ten I'm, oh. I'm definitely listening to. Yeah. All right. You're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. Okay. All right. If uh if you had to pick a song to put on a mixtape that you're going to play in your cassette player and your boombox, you're going to take the time to put the CD in and high-speed dub it or whatever we used to do back in the day, would, would you pick any of these? Which one of these would you pick to put Owl on to a, the me- king. a know, metal mixtape? Owl to the king. All right. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing, actually. Or for all the, the mocking that I did of it, I'd probably put, this means war on there, followed by sad but true, just so you could hear the two back to back. Mm. This means war is a great song too. It grew on me as well. Mm-hmm. Just can't get away from the comparisons though. Uh, well, it's different, uh, different enough. Uh, it's uh, far different enough. Yeah, it's not. 
Mm. Mm. So final final ratings out of ten. What are you going to give this cocksucker? Oh, out of ten. Um. Out of, out of ten. Hails to the king, <laughs> bro. Honestly, I'm going to give it a fucking two. I, I yeah, it's not good. It's, it's uh, I'd, outside of this, I'd never put it on again. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. If you're into metal, give it a listen. If you like it, you love it. If you like me, eh, two. Moving on. So you're listening to seven songs. Yep, like I said, it doesn't work. You're going to yep. give it a two. Because it's <laughs> because of the reasons I gave earlier, you can put it on in the background and just fucking forget about it. It is a forgettable, bland metal album. Nothing in here to grab you and drag you in. It's just all the same. Moving on. Um, for me, my little contradiction is I'm gonna give it. Eight songs out of ten, two skippers. Uh-huh. But I'm gonna feel like I give it a seven at the moment. But I expect if I listen to it many more times, that will grow. Mm. Um, and well, I on think average, I might uh, get into the other songs a bit more too. All right. So you've discovered a new, a new band. That's oh, a good I thing. I like them. Good. Good, good things good have band. come from what we do. Positive change mm. in the world. Just be happy about it. We're bringing good things to our own lives, if not joy, to the lives of others. Hmm. Yeah. Hail to the king! Solid effort. Solid effort. Good work, guys. Good work. Can't wait for Avenged Eightfold. Uh, I don't think you're going to get that. Oh. Uh, they've they watched an anything- NFT. Oh, that's important these days. Apparently so. <laughs> I don't really understand anything about that stuff, but uh, good on them. And, and that's why we're poor. Mm. We should make a pointless and confused NFT. One of our listener will, will get it. Uh, going to be flooded with emails now, literally tens of thousands. I mean, at this stage, you're already spending like 50 hours a week responding to emails and like sending people back cash and all the free stuff that we get sent. It's a little overwhelming, you guys. Can you can you just back off a bit? You know, like, I know we're great, but mm. let's take it easy. It's, it's the not being able to like go at go to the mall anymore without being swamped mm. autographs i just i mean i, I don't want to like you know compare us to the beatles mm. but, you know we well, yeah, know we're it, ba- basically bigger than the beatles now i mean yeah and they were bigger than jesus so yeah it's perspectives yeah i mean i don't want to say we're better than others but well others have said that for us so we don't yeah, really that's have it. To get into that you know right when now. people keep telling you that every day it's just keep it keep it coming today's episode is sponsored by uh by 
information? Yes. Mm. Yeah. We thank you for your contributions to our lives and my gold teeth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My ex-wives, thank you all. <sighs> I think we're knocked it on the head, have we? Yeah. That's great. <laughs>